Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. I love bacon. It's hard to find somebody who doesn't love bacon. All bacon's good, right? Yeah, but some bacon is next level and when I talk about next level, I'm talking about right brand bacon. We had so much up here that the guys on the show were fighting for it. Eddie posted a big case of it that he took home. Right brand is the number one thick cut, hand trimmed, real wood smoked bacon. You just have to try it to believe. So bacon lovers, do yourself a big favor. Go out and get yourself some right brand bacon today. It's time you experience bacon the right way. Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Abby, our phone screener, she's joined a caroling group. They dress up like, I don't know, 1700s and sing. Yeah. Like a Christmas carol. Yeah. Yeah, like that. They're going to come in and perform later this morning. Cool. I'm excited and nervous. Positively, and I just don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> but I can't wait. That's going to happen later on. But first, let's get the show going here. Here he is, a dad of four, which means he's got a lot of Christmas presents to buy. Oh, my God. Here he is, our video producer, Eddie, everybody. Yes. So speaking of buying things, here's a PSA for everyone. Don't do what I did. End of year means expiration dates for credit cards. Uh, I didn't even realize that my credit card had expired. We traveled to Dallas. I tried to use it. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what do you mean? Like, it's not, it's declined? Yeah, I think it's, it's not working. It was expired. So double check your credit cards if you have credit cards or if you use those oh, things. The, yeah. I uh, guess it's month. Aren't they monthly? It, every credit card is a different month. Depends on when you got it. That's just a, well, then it's mine just a good reminder. It's just a good reminder this time check. of year. Okay. You don't and, go, and let's do a lot of reminders. Smoke yeah. alarms. Yes. Uh, your air filters. Mammogram. Oh. Way Ooh. to save me on that one, Bo. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh, for guys, if you're over 45... Check your your cuckoo. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, what is it? You know, prostate. Nope. The nope. You keep what? Sh- colonics. Do- no. What's the? I just said that. You did. You said colonics. No, what'd you prostate. Say? No, Pro- I said no. Uh, no uh, cuckoo. cuckoo. <laughs> Amy, stop doing that with your finger. Yeah, I don't know what you're doing, but you're anyway, having too much fun doing it. Right. This is a reminder <laughs> to do anything that you haven't been reminded to do. All right, I got you. Oh, Eddie, yeah, don't worry. Colonoscopy. <laughs> okay. Uh, in the same hoodie, he wears. Every day, basically. Here he is. Lunchbox, everybody. Yeah. Yes. Guys, we work at the wrong company. Why? Oh, we do. Oh, we work at the absolute wrong company. Our Christmas party was at our boss's house. Hey, come on a Sunday at 1 o'clock in the afternoon and have some cookies and tea. Past tense? Did you go? No, no. I refused to go. Oh, it was this past Sunday. It was this past oh, we Sunday. we were gone. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, I didn't go, but I log on the internet and I see this one guy, he took all 10,000 of his workers on a three-day trip, all expenses paid to Walt Disney World. He threw a Coldplay concert. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You just jumped from you being mad that it was at our boss's house to some guy. Yeah, yeah, because I log on the internet after seeing our little... You log on the internet? You log on? Yes, our company has a Christmas party at a boss's house, cookies at 1 o'clock on Sunday. To be fair, that was the local station's party. Compared to this company, where the guy took all 10,000 of his workers, he paid for them to go to Disney. But our local boss, is I think he paid for it himself, which he didn't have to. That's sweet of him. And he runs our radio station. What did he pay for? He paid for his house? He let his house be open, eat food and drink, and invited people over. He didn't have to do that. Well, don't worry. He doesn't no. own the company. This guy sounds like he owns the company. Yeah. It's very he threw different. him a cold. He had Coldplay perform. Diplo, Carly <laughs> Rae <laughs> Jepsen. Okay. I mean, unbelievable. We are in the wrong. Go place. work for that guy. Yeah. Then. Go, what's he do? What's the, what's the company? Uh, I don't know. He's he didn't know. He only no. knows he had Coldplay work there. Citadel CEO. So he doesn't even own. It. He's just a chief executive officer of what? What do they do? They do Citadel. <laughs> what does Citadel well, do? That's cool. A hedge fund billionaire. Okay. Well. What do you want? Man, we need to Coldplay. step it up here. Okay. I mean, look, we I mean, play a Coldplay song. All right, Amy, I'm coming over to you. It just mm-hmm. saved me here. Here she is, Amy, everybody. <laughs> so I got this long email from a neighbor about a Christmas party they were having. And like the first paragraph of it seemed like it was an invite. So I text another neighbor and I'm like, hey, are you going to go? Like, this seems like it could be fun. And she replied back, did you read the whole thing? They were just letting us know that there might be parking situations to be on the lookout. Oh, oh what if you just showed up? That would have been awesome. <laughs> oh. Been aw- oh, had I not texted the other neighbor, I would have. Because my kids <laughs> hang out with their kids. I thought it would be like a fun thing to do. It's a party where you don't even have to go far. I could just walk. <sighs> so luckily that other neighbor said it's about parking, not oh, yeah. about you. And it's just a reminder to read the whole email. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Another reminder. We're <laughs> yes. reminding yes. yes. constantly. Yeah. Yes, yes. Okay, Ray, set me up. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, he recently rode in a helicopter, and he's also a doctor. Mm-hmm. Bobby Bones. Thank you very much. Okay. That's an Eminem stretch. Wow. That's an Eminem stretch rhyme right there. Uh, we started a new show. It's my wife and I's thing. We always try to find a show, and it's called The Old Man. Have you guys seen it? No. no. It is on, hmm, what What do we go to watch that on? It wasn't on Hulu. Maybe Amazon. Okay. Look that up. I forget. Maybe, and it's, it's Jeff Bridges. It's on Hulu? Okay. It's Jeff Bridges. Everybody know who he is? Yes, yeah. The Dude. From The Dude. Mm-hmm. From, was he Dumb and Dumber? No. That's Lloyd. No, that's. That's Lloyd <laughs> Christmas. No. No, that's. Uh, um, What's his name? Jeff Daniels. Oh, Jeff Daniels. But anyway. <laughs> It, so he, he's from True Grit, Crazy Heart, The Big Crazy Lebowski. Heart, yes. mm-hmm. But he is an old man, and he's living in the woods. Just his life. He's got two dogs. And all of a sudden, you don't really know why, but this the FBI sends somebody to kill him. And you find out he's like an ex-agent or something. Ooh. But he's like a BA. Come on. And we, we just finished the first episode, and it was awesome. And so it's 97% a tomato. Mm. On Rotten wow. Tomatoes. Nice. It's got action. It's got old people. Everything you want. <laughs> but it's right now, I'm, I'm giving it a one episode review of, oh, yeah, we can't wait to watch the next episode. But we just started a show called The Old Man. And it is, oof, it's good, baby. All right. I like the, my wife's picked the last two shows. Because if you pick a show and the other person agrees that, wow, you did a great job, you get the, the next one. It's like a challenge in, in the NFL. You don't lose your, mm-hmm. you don't lose your challenge, you get another oh. one. And so she picked out... Peripheral, which I thought was the greatest show. 
we're done. And then she's like, all right, I'm going to pick the old man. And I was like, and every show I go into like this, oh, man, I don't want to watch that. <laughs> and then I watch the first episode, and I'm like, you nailed it again, baby. So that's it. That's what we're watching. Thank you, guys. Glad you're here. Let's get started with today's show. It's a voicemail from David in Bakersfield, California. Hey, good morning, Bobby. Good morning, studio. I just wanted to salute you folks for the fine job you're doing for St. Jude. I hope that you all have a blessed holiday season. Keep up the good work. Thank you, sir. I'd like to shout out all of our listeners. It was the biggest radiothon in the history of St. Jude, not just for this show ever. $2.7 million over two days. You guys did that. Thank yes. you guys so much. That's why we do this show. We do it to have fun and hopefully feel like we're your friends in the morning, give you something to make your drive, or if you're running later in the day or whatever, less miserable. But that's why we do it. So thank you very much, David. Appreciate that. Now time for something trivial. Let's go to the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I have a five-year-old daughter. One of her best friends from preschool comes over for play dates. But the kid and her mom reek of cigarette smoke. I've never seen the mom smoke, but it's obvious she does. And probably her husband, too. I actually feel bad for the little girl because she smells like smoke. And it's not fair for the little girl. We always have play dates after school in my house, but the mom keeps insisting we go to her house for a play date. The thing is, I don't want my kid exposed to secondhand smoke or smelly cigarettes. As much as I like the mom, I don't know what to say to her. I figure she just figured it out. I don't want my daughter to lose her little friend, though, who is a sweetheart. But I don't know what to say to the mom. Any suggestions would be appreciated. Signed, not a fan of cigarettes. Amy, I'm going to go to you on this one. What do you think here is the proper way to handle it? Oh, I feel so awkward for her already because I know that this would be hard. So the options in my mind would be to be very clear, which is the kind thing to do. Clear is kind, unclear is unkind. So if you dance around it forever, you might end up hurting her feelings anyway. So you might as well just say, hey, this is what's what's on my mind. And I think she may understand. Like people know that secondhand smoke is not ideal for any human, especially little children. So I think you could be clear about it or you could just continue down the path of like, oh, ooh, bummer, today doesn't work, but your kid can come over to That's our house. That's unkind, you said. That's unclear. Well, it's not clear. I know. It's, <laughs> those are, but those are the I options. I never heard that before, though. Clear is kind. Clear is kind, unclear is unkind. Well, because a lot of times because we don't want to hurt someone's feelings, we end up dancing around it and that is, un- it creates a, like But what if you're a dance champion? Confusion. Ooh. What do you mean? Oh, da- oh yeah. Dance well, champion, so I can dance around. Stuff that, that's easily. the thing. So you may be able to do that, but uh, you know she may not be able to keep that up forever. So I guess the only concern I would have is her not being able to hang out with the friend anymore if she does offend her. Right. Is that something that you're okay with? Oh, with man, that chance. I, no, sometimes kid friends are hard to come by, and you do not want to lose one. Yeah, I don't have any, so. I- so, so then, so then <laughs> good, you may. Good. Okay. Good. 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 That way. You may have to sacrifice your child's lungs. What? Yeah. Cause, okay. Because friends are hard. Yeah, they are hard. For but kids. Eddie, what do you think? You got four kids? Yeah, I would wait till summertime where they can go play outside and tell my kids, like, okay, look, you, I'm going to let you go over, but don't hang out in the house. If you see them smoking cigarettes, don't hang out in the house. Summer, like, you're going to have to dance for another go, six months. Go outside or something because, I mean, really, Amy's right. It's hard to find friends and all that. And you want to keep those friends, but I ain't calling the parent to be like, hey, don't smoke when my kid comes around. What about this saying? Unclear is unkind. But it's fine if you bl- waste some time until summertime. Wow. I like it. That was good. That, that proves my... Th- oh, I like that, Bones. That's good. all you need is a rhyme, and all of a sudden it works. <laughs> like the theme... It's, yeah. It's tough. I would just let your kid play. Around the smoke? Yeah. 
Dang, that's tough, man. I would really limit the times going over there. But yes, it's tough. And I grew up where everybody smoked in my house. My, my Arkansas kids didn't smoke. But everybody smoked in the house. And I probably always smelled like cigarette smoke as a kid and didn't know it. And the kid probably doesn't know it, like she said. I mean, we turned out okay. I, I would spend the Did summer we? at hey, my grandma's. We turned out okay, right? <laughs> I would come back from staying with my grandma and open up my luggage at home and my whole bedroom would just smell of it. I think, Eddie, you have a good point on that, though, too, where it's like, hey, if they're smoking, try not to be around it. Yeah, you can have that conversation with your kid to be kind of just observant about it. And, like, if there is cigarette smoke... Suggest, hey, let's go outside. You want to play outside instead? Or Winter's something like tough, that? though. Winter is tough, and that's why I said that. Wait till mm-hmm. summer. Eesh. Yeah, it's probably limit the amount of times that she goes over to that house, but I think occasionally you have to throw a bone out there. But I think you do it. I don't think you raise a big fuss about yeah, it. Yeah, I don't think so. Either. I think she'll get offended. Mom will get offended. That's a tough one, though. I, thank you for sending that email. If you guys have a reply to that, you can go to our Facebook page, Bobby Bone Show. Good luck with that. Thank you for that email, You could uh, have your kid say something. Or have your kid start smoking, so it yeah. just blends in. Yeah. <laughs> no. All right, close it up. We got your email, and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. I mean, one of the guys that I can just call and be like, dude, come on the show. We got to talk about something. Well, we're going to talk about his song that's about to go number one called Down Home. Here's a clip of Down Home. Down Home. His name is Jimmy Allen. He has other number one songs like Best Shot when you smile, and Make Me Want To. Girl, what's your name? What's your He's also trying to be a professional bowler. I mean, the guy's all over the place. Here he is, Jimmy Allen. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Jimmy Allen. Right, Jimmy's there. Hey, Eddie, what do you want to ask Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy, hey, what's up? It's Eddie. I, I saw what's a up, TikTok bro? video of you on a red carpet somewhere. And you're talking to Lionel Richie, and then Smokey Robinson comes up. And you guys, all three, just start hanging out and talking in the red car- carpet. Yeah, that was the craziest thing ever, bro. We were at the uh, AMAs, and I've known Lionel for a little bit now. Um, and then Smokey walks up and talking to him, and I say hi to Lionel. And Lionel's like, Jimmy, I want you to meet somebody. I want you to meet my brother. So he just starts talking you know, and telling me kind of like the whole story about him and Smokey. And he was like, Smokey, yeah, you got to be, you know, my brother Jimmy, you know, we're working on a few things together. And I'm just tripping out, standing between Smokey and Lionel Richie, bro. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Tears of a clown. Oh, damn. When there's no one. Oh, come on. Yeah, but, and the TikTok, even, <laughs> the TikTok even said, like, watching three legends talk to each other. So they included Jimmy as a legend. Was it Jimmy's TikTok? No, oh, maybe. That'd be funny. <laughs> I saw you yeah. at the AMAs with Taylor Swift. Do you, because it's always awkward for me if I'm with somebody who has some sort of stature and I want to get a picture. Do you go, hey, do you mind if we get a picture? Or what I'll do is I'll have, I'll tell someone, hey, be like, hey, we need to get a picture of you guys. And then I'm like, okay, sure. But I, I set that up. Like, how do you get the picture of you and Taylor? Dude, actually, when me, me and Taylor was just sitting there talking, and then the Getty Images people say, hey, guys, picture over this way. So that's why we looked that way and looked the other way. They actually asked us. We were just chilling. I wasn't going to ask for one. He was with Taylor, and she was like, have you met my friend Smokey Robinson? And then Smokey <laughs> walked up. <laughs> I got to meet Stevie Wonder. That was cool. Oh, man. Yeah, that, man. That was, like, who? Because you're, you're, you're mentioning all these people that are, like, so iconic, they don't even seem like real-life human beings. Because yeah. Do you still get starstruck? Because it seems constant with you that you're meeting these kind of folks. Man, I got starstruck 
not really starstruck um, with Stevie. It was more just like meeting a legend. But you know who I did get starstruck over uh, a week ago when I met? I could barely talk. I was shaking. Uh, Andy Reid. Oh, yeah, the coach of the Chiefs. The coach of the Chiefs because he, I'm a diehard Eagles fan, and he was an Eagles coach for, like, years. So, like, me and Andy Reid to me was, like, you know, just meeting God. But the only person I was starstruck that first time I met other than that was the first time I met Will Smith and the first time I met Rob Thomas. Other than that, I'm good, man. Yeah, Will Smith would have been cool. Rob Thomas. Rob Thomas. Yeah, I'm Rob like, Thomas. I'm like, huh, interesting. Yeah, well, I love Matchbox 20. Yeah, me too, yeah, me too. but I didn't know Jimmy. Yeah, do you know him? Are you guys boys now? Oh, yeah, it's my guy, man. We, we talk a lot. And then, yeah, when I met Darius Rucker for the first time, I lost my mind, too. So. Well, this but is... I, first time I met Darius, I actually uh, snuck backstage and knocked on his tour bus at a, uh, before. This was like before I got a record there and everything. But, but how do you sneak backstage? Because I never, I, I don't sneak anywhere well because I look suspicious. How do you sneak somewhere? <laughs> Well, here's the thing, you know, the trick is, always look like you know where you're going. So I took advantage of being a black guy in Nashville, wearing cowboy boots, a leather jacket. Not a lot of people wearing that thing. So wherever I went, I would act like I'm on my phone, act like I'm having a conversation, and like look at the security guard, like, hey, what's up, man? And just keep walking. Think about it. You're not going to stop a black guy at a country concert with cowboy boots on, a leather jacket, some black jeans, and a chain. He looks like, hmm. Especially if Darius is there, because people assume I'm with Darius. <laughs> 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 so, worked out. <laughs> you know, and by the way, Jimmy's on because his new song, Down Home, going for number one this week. We're rooting for We're going to play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'd be a big deal for Jimmy to have a, yet another number one. Uh, you know, Jimmy wears sometimes his, his clothes. I mean, he just it, it's style. It's loud. It's like you got to have guts, but you have to have a certain kind of style to pull it off, right? And I always wonder, what if I wore... Some of the stuff that Jimmy has mm. worn before. Do you have any of your like super cool spiky leather outfits still at the house? Because if so, one day I want you to bring one up, and I want to. You have a picture of you <laughs> in it, with, and then I want to put it on and take a picture in it and see what they look like beside each other. Ooh, who wore it better? Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, you would look a lot better than in me. Look, here's the thing: money always looks good inside of money. Okay. I'm sure you got more money than me. So you're going to look better than this thing than I would. <laughs> yeah, but you've seen me with your eyes, right? Like as a person and what I look like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jimmy. No, you totally should do it. I got the perfect outfit. Congratulations. Let's do that. That'd be funny next year at some point. Hilarious. When he brings one in. Uh, let's, uh, let's play your song, Down Home. We're going to play. Give, give us some extra love. Uh, but congratulations on the success, and congratulations on a great 2022. And I'm sure we'll talk to you very soon next year, buddy. Uh, thanks, man. This song is special. Uh, it's about my dad. It's a special one. Uh, so, also, Eddie, you're a great basketball coach, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I didn't, didn't know if you were going to talk about it. I didn't know if he knew that oh, I was. Oh, you didn't the even basketball. know if he no, knew. Had no idea. Okay, I, listen. I know everything. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I can I say what that's about, Jimmy, or do you care? Oh, for sure. Um, Eddie's coach. Eddie coaches Jimmy's kid. One of Jimmy's kids, and he says that your son is legit. He is legit. He's pretty good. We're hoping he gets taller. He's hoping he gets taller, too. But what I love about him, he, he's a lot like me. When he finds something he loves and wants to do, he, like, overly commits to it. So, like, he practices for hours just dribbling the ball around the house. Then for hours uh, shooting jump shots. Then he wakes up and does push-ups and sit-ups. And this is all without me telling him. Wow. How old is he? Nine. He's eight. Wow. Eight, nine, yeah. Dang. Let me tell That's you, too, awesome. his intensity on the court is 
next level. Like he doesn't joke because I'm. I like to keep it fun. You know, like it's all about fun. But when we're playing, it's serious. And I'll I'll tell a little joke here and there. But his son doesn't laugh. <laughs> he's like he's just game dead time. serious. It's game time. Game yeah, time. I love that. <laughs> Jimmy, congratulations, yeah, buddy. That. We will uh, Man, talk to you soon, and uh, uh, happy New Year, and all the stuff you say to somebody. And we'll uh, what's up? Oh, good tidings. good tidings. Yeah, and good tidings to you, my friend. <laughs> Oh, yeah, good tidings. Good tidings. All right, there he is, Jimmy Allen. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Celesta lives in Texas. Jeff lives in the UK. They've known each other for 84 years. The year was 1938. They became pen pals. And they would write letters to each other. It was like a program with their school. They wrote letters to each other. Then a year later, Jeff had to go to war. World War II. But they stayed in touch, writing letters. Guys, they both just turned 100 years old, and they still keep in touch. They've only met twice. I was going to ask if they met, but they met twice, They've huh? met twice. They still keep in touch. Well, now, you know, no more letters. They can do FaceTime. They can do uh, Zoom and all that. But here they are talking about because they both celebrated their 100th birthday this year. It's nice to hear your voice. Yes. You look very well, and you still got getting out for walks. Well, so long as so long as it's a seat nearby where I can plop. <laughs> Keep the emails flowing. That's awesome. I Isn't that it. great? That is, that, is, that is as wholesome as it, it could be. That's Man, it. I would love to sit there and just listen to the entire conversation of them talking and catching up. I love it. Yeah, I'm good on listening for a long time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, couldn't understand a lot of it. <laughs> Does it make you wonder what, what you're going to be like when you're 100? I just want to be 100. If you live. I just want to be 100. Right. That's all. I don't care how I am. Yeah, I don't care how I am either. Just give me there. Just, yeah. You, guys trying you to get might want to be more like that. I'm trying to get 190. Yeah, me too. Oh, I never want to die. What? Wow, guys. Yeah, okay. yeah. You guys are weird. Forever young. <laughs> I want to be forever young. All right. Great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We asked 5,000 of our listeners on our show Facebook page. What are the top 10 most returned Christmas gifts? We just said, what's most? And here are the top 10 answers. We're going to play the Bobby Fuse. We rolled the dice before the show segment here. Eddie, you're first. Okay. Remember, first, second, and third rounds, the point values go up. Eddie, 5,000 listeners were asked, what's the most returned Christmas gift? I'm going to go with a necktie, a tie. Think about it. Okay. Yeah, let's do it because I think that covers it. Go ahead. What? what I'm talking about. The number one answer is clothes and shoes. That's what I'm going It's only worth one point, so we're going to go ahead and say that's that one. I was like, man, I can't believe you went that detail. Well, that takes out a lot of my guesses. All of Eddie's are clothes Mm -hmm. and shoes. Yeah, I had literally Nikes, Adidas. Shoes. (laughs) Clothes and shoes, number one answer. Eddie gets one point. Okay. I feel like I get this a lot, and I don't use them because I already have them. Electric razors. Electric razors. Show me razors. You thought about it, though. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to give you guys a hint after round one. Okay. So you're all going to suffer the same consequences round one. Amy. Kitchen gadgets. Kitchen gadgets. Wow. That's good, Amy. And number four was home appliances. Ooh, that's good. Amy. Okay. Um, (laughs) All righty. Home appliances, so that extends beyond the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. This, <laughs> this is, is tough. really getting difficult. Um, what about, like, perfumes or colognes? Perfumes or colognes. Not okay. bad. Most returned items for Christmas. Show me perfumes or colognes. 
Number six, perfumes and colognes. Wow, good job. Okay. Um, Let's talk about... Neckties? I mean, people like to get this. You should be careful if you do, like, any healthcare, wellness, like, workout type stuff. People might be like, what? Why'd you get me this? I'm returning it. Show me workout equipment. Number five, workout equipment. Good job. Let's go. Okie dokie. Okay. 5,000 listeners were surveyed on our Uh, Facebook page. What do they return most from Christmas? I wouldn't return these because games are fun, but maybe games. Show me. Games. It's a good guess, though. Lunchbox. Yeah. This is tough, man. It is, man. I'm just going to tell you. Tell me, man. That's why I don't ever buy for my wife. Go ahead. Women are never happy. Go ahead. Jewelry. Show me jewelry. That's it. That's good. good Number one. two, jewelry. Have yourself a merry little two points. Yep. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Another thing, you should never get someone on Christmas because you, I mean, they say they want it, but it's like, man, a couple weeks later, it's like, I don't want this thing. It's an animal. Show them an animal. Oh. Yeah, how do you return the dog? Well, you take it back to wherever yeah, you, you got it. Amy exactly. did that after the cat. Oh, my God. Exactly. Those were extenuating circumstances. But you did it. You did. You were like, how do you return it? So I answered it like you did. <laughs> yeah, like, like Amy did. You yeah. you gave up on it. No. Yeah, her dog was going to kill <laughs> My it. dog well, was going to eat it. I know, but. Okay, so here's the here's the hint I was going to give you. You figured it out. Uh-huh. Be a little more general. Yeah, yeah, I, I got that. Yeah, I know. General. Round two points have doubled. Amy, there are still six answers on the board. Eddie's turn. Eddie. Yeah, I'm here. We have, sorry. We have 5,000 people. What's your most returned Christmas gift? Man. I'm going to go with candles. Candles are easy to gift, but nobody wants them. You're, no, right, about can- you're right about candles. No, I it's want It's always them. the easy generic thing, and I'm like, there's no way they like this. <laughs> but my wife loves candles, and we yeah. buy candles. Yes. I think I got your wife a candle last year. And I think she really liked it. Yeah, Y'all got me it. a candle once, and I was my favorite. Yeah, I've never bought someone a candle. You should. You They'll should. like it. Show bye. me a candle. Hey! That's Number on there? eight. Come what? on. Worth 16 points, oh, Eddie. No. My goodness. I am mind blown. Yeah. Now I'm in trouble. So I'm just going to take a stab at These it. These are the top 10 most returned Christmas gifts. Go ahead, Eddie. Stab away. Give me an alarm clock. Show. Go ahead yeah, and buzz I'm... it. Don't even have to repeat just it. Just buzz it. <laughs> Don't even have to repeat that. Okay. Mm. It's not that that's a bad one. I'm just being too specific. You just said it's not an alarm clock. <laughs> Amy? Wait, how many points do I have? 14. You're in second place. But remember, points are doubled. Dang it. I know. Come on, Amy. I don't really. Four answers on the board. Okay, general, 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 general. Show her a general in the military. Oh, that's good, that's good. General Patton. Okay, I'm going to go with like... General Dwight D. Eisenhower. (laughs) Toiletry type stuff. Oh, that's real broad. Mm -hmm. Toiletry type stuff. Like a razor. Toiletries. Toiletry. No, not like a razor. Okay, like a razor. Lunchbox. No, I meant like a bath bomb. (laughs) It's easy, man. This one's easy. Do it. Tools. Do it. Do it. Oh, oh that's good. so good. Actually, Show the man some tools. Wow. That's good. Lunchbox. Number nine answer. 18 points. Lunchbox now takes the lead. Oh, my gosh. Dang it. Man, come on, guys. It's easy. You're walking through the bookstore. You're like, oh, I'm going to get <gasps> someone a book. I've already read that book, man. Sorry, I'm going to take it back. Give me books. Show the guy some literature. Oh. Incorrect. 
You thought that was right, Eddie. I did. I really did. Points are tripled. Oh, my gosh. Score right now. Lunchbox 20, Eddie 17, Amy 14. It's anybody's game, but you got to get a... Got to get an answer here, Eddie. Guys, this is huge. There are one, two, three answers on the board. We're looking for the top ten most returned Christmas gifts. At number one was clothes and shoes. Jewelry at two. Home appliances at four. Workout equipment at five. Perfume and makeup at six and seven. And candles and tools at eight and nine. I just spoiled one of them. It was makeup. So that one is dead. That's the one I had, too. Eddie. No, I didn't have it. I didn't have it. There are two answers left on the board. I never got that because I know. I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Check it out, though. You didn't spoil it, but I know it. You get a CD or a DVD, and you're like, I have no way to play this. Hey, 1995 called. I'm returning it. Show Eddie the mid-90s. No. (laughs) That was part of returning it, guys. Eddie's like, you get a VHS, No, no, stop. Okay. You can't return a gift card, can you? You can. I think you can. You so, can so do it, Amy. There are two answers on the board, but if you miss lying. it, Lunchbox wins. Y'all are lying. Okay, get it. don't do that one, Amy. Two answers on the board. Okay. I'm gonna go broad here. All with gift cards. like furniture. Furniture? <laughs> well, it could be that could be anything. Show her an Ottoman! <laughs> no. Guys, guys. Go. We missed the biggest one. What? Electronics! Number three was electronics. That was the alarm clock, Eddie. Oh! And number oh, 10 was... Wait, 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 I'm still guessing. You already won. I know, but I like to Go win. ahead. I don't know. Say lingerie. What? Lingerie! That's correct! Lingerie! Wow! Hey! Wait, I had underwear on my list. You didn't say it, though. Huh. I don't think underwear is okay. lingerie. <laughs> yes, Why it would is. you yell, wait, I had it on my list? <laughs> what are we waiting was for? Was it really here? lingerie? Yes, number 10. So underwear would work? Yeah. Dang. Dang. Our winner's lunchbox. Wow! Oh! Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer. But I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time, and I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was, and then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but somebody did, but St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, 
Sue Brewer and the birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the Outlaw Country Music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer, and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the Boar's Nest. Uh, good morning, everybody. Here it is right here, the Christmas song we love. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus will do. It's a good one. Casey Musgraves has a really good version of this, too. Oh, yeah, I've heard that. It's good. So, she wants a hippopotamus for Christmas. And Lunchbox wondered if you could actually get one of those. (laughs) What do you call? So, who'd you call? Called a zoo. (laughs) They're there. I mean, they have a hippopotamus at the zoo. (laughs) So, here's Lunchbox calling the zoo. What do you want to say here? And I just used pretty much the lyrics of this song to try to negotiate a deal for a hippopotamus. Okay, here we go. Hello, this is from the zoo. Uh, yeah, I was calling because I need to get a hippopotamus for Christmas. Oh, like a, a stuffed hippopotamus? Uh, no, my son really wants a hippopotamus for Christmas. Uh, well, we have a stuffed one, a plastic one that comes with a giraffe, a, a ranger, and a toy jeep, and a hippopotamus t-shirt but i don't think we allow hippopotamus to be sold sir well my kid said i don't want a doll no dinky tinker toy i want a hippopotamus to play with and enjoy so i have to get a hippopotamus only a hippopotamus will do uh, we're <laughs> not a marketplace we we sell membership uh, no man like let to- me tell you this is jason gibble businessman making business deals trying to get that money and so I-, I know you're saying that oh you don't sell a hippopotamus but listen i'll pay you whatever you want I mean, that, that's still that's still not going to be possible, sir. We're just a hippopotamus is not for sale at our zoo. I only my son only likes hippopotamuses, and a hippopotamus is, is only that thing will, will do. His mom says, "Oh, the hippopotamus will eat him," but his teacher told him the hippopotamus is a vegetarian. That's all good and well, sir, but the the, the danger is much larger than that. It's you need to have trained staff, and we're not we're not going to sell you a hippopotamus. Oh, that's not a big deal. I only like hippopotamuses, and hippopotamuses like me too, so there will be no problem. So I will Please. come by and have a check for 15000 Just, Just come in and purchase a membership. All right, I'll see you in a little bit. I'll see you. With, I'll, I'll bring the check by. Thanks a lot, man. There he is. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. Only a hippopotamus. I think part of that enjoyment was Lunchbox trying to say hippopotamuses. Guys, it's a hard word. Like, when you're trying to say it, I'm trying to... I'm a hippopotamus. It's a good song, though. I think about it, this all is day. Is the plural hippopotamuses? Yeah, that's a good Probably. question. What if it's hippopotami? Yeah. I don't know, but it says it in the song. The lyric says hippopotamuses. Okay, well. I did like that you got to that, too, because you made a... Yeah, it's hippo... It's... Okay. Hippopotamus, plural, because it does say it in the song, hippopotamuses. Yeah. It's either hippopotami, hippopotamuses, or hippopotamus. Oh, so all the above. Oh, all, all the above. Okay. That's a good one, though. Good Christmas time yeah, call man. from Lunchbox. Good. Now we have another clip here. Now this is of Lunchbox too, but you don't know that it's being recorded of you. What? Right. 
So, oh, oh, I think he knew it was being recorded. But he didn't know you were going to say yeah, it. That's right. Yeah. So Eddie has brought in some audio of you doing what? Okay, so he just says he has uh, problems with words. Mm-hmm. He had a problem with one word in particular here. What's the situation? What commercials? He was recording some cellular company, and he could not say the word cellular for the life of him. Join the millions who have switched. Plus, you'll get $25 off your bill when you visit Consumer Cellular... Plus, you'll get $25 off your bill when you visit ConsumerCellular.com. Plus, you'll get $25 off your bill when you visit Consumer Cellular... Cellular. <laughs> Plus, you'll get $25 off your bill when you visit Consumer Cellular... Cellular. Cellular. Plus, you'll get $25 off your bill when you visit Consumer Cellular... Cellular. <laughs> when you visit Consumer Cellular... Cellular. <laughs> when you visit Consumer Cellular... I can't say it. Consumercellular.com slash lunch. Oh my God, I can't say the word. Plus, you'll get $25 off your bill when you visit consumercellular.com slash lunchbox and use promo code lunchbox. Nice yeah, job. You got nice it. Job. You got it. Hey, we're not good at speaking either. No. <laughs> Never. But that's funny. Guys, I thought you all would like that. I did like that because it makes me not feel so stupid when I do it. Mm-hmm. But cellular is a tough word. It is such a hard word to you say. You can probably say it now. Just repeating it after me, cellular. Cellular, but Boom. when you're when you're reading it, it's like consumer cellular. Yeah, it's like it's, it's just a. a oh, and then that one time you got it, but you couldn't say lunchbox afterwards. Anyway, can, 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 oh my god, I can't do it. <laughs> Commutercellular.com. I'm luck. Oh, <laughs> a voicemail from Betsy in Massachusetts. I watched the most fabulous Apple Plus movie last night called Spirited. It's Will Ferrell and Ryan Gosling. And it's a musical. It's awesome. It's so much fun. I hope that you all get a chance to watch it. I'm sure it will be right up Amy's alley. Hope you're all well and having a wonderful holiday season. Good tidings, Bobby. Good tidings to you, Betsy. <laughs> I started it. You like Is it? it good? It's a little different. Oh. It's Ryan Reynolds. Yes, Ryan right Reynolds yeah. and Will Ferrell. It's different. Spirited. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's different. I would expect it to be. <laughs> uh, thank you for that call. I want to do voicemail. Ray, let's do Joni from Pittsburgh, PA. Hey, Bobby, just finished watching oh, Harmony Holidays. Um, Amy's scene in the bathroom. I got tears in my eyes. I'm trying to call you without crying. I thought it was a wonderful. I loved the movie, and I thought Amy was fantastic, and she looked dynamite. Anyway, happy holidays, all. Love you. Come on, Amy. Look at that. Good job, Amy. Nice. By the way, Warner Bros. reached out to inform us that Holiday Harmony will be available uh, on on its own digitally, which you can go to like any digital place like Amazon and, and just buy it and watch it. Oh, okay. You're becoming more famous by the day. Well, come on. Wow, Amy. The, the, wow. The hey, Amy, stay humble, will you? The yeah, bathroom. Yeah. Please. Listen, hey, it's okay. Real. My, my kids keep me humble. The Bobby Here's Amy's pile of stories. Bobby, I thought of you when I saw this story because this whole poll was taken on America's favorite grocery store. Oh, okay. Let me go. Uh, Favorite but, grocery store. But I thought Mine of you. was Piggly Wiggly back in the day because mm. uh, low, low prices, but also a pig. Yeah. And I'm from Arkansas, the, the hogs, mm-hmm. right? That's but Piggly good. Wiggly was funny to say. It was just, <laughs> in every way, it was the best. Food for Less was also a big one where we were from. And then later on in life, once I moved to Texas and lived in Austin for a big part of my young adult life, there were two. HEB was massive. Massive. Huge. The best. And there was a Kroger near, but Kroger we had everywhere. But uh, H-E-B and Kroger, What uh, I say Kroger's probably number one. What do you have? Okay, well, I thought of you because adult you loves to shop for groceries at, at the, the gas station. Yes, because 7-Eleven comes in at what? number one. For what? what? <laughs> you what? know, 7-Eleven, though, is like a hybrid 
it's a little better than just a gas station because I would even go, I'd go like the Conoco or anywhere to get milk with like one day from expiring. Oh, man. <laughs> but 7-Eleven is up a level, but I get it. it. They're everywhere, so it's easy to get in and out. Yep. And you don't have to park and walk all the way to the back to get something. Other ones in the top five, Aldi, Kroger, Trader Joe's, and Whole Foods. Yeah, Kroger, yes. Aldi must be, is that California? It's here. There's one we here. Have here. We have is multiple it, here. Oh, do we? Yeah. And depending on where you live, it's, you know, grocery stores owned by the same people are also, they change their names for regions. Oh, wow. What? So, yeah, there are different, like, ownership. Like Kroger group. in general, like, there are, I Kroger's think are pretty much everywhere. I know, but I think somewhere they're Harris Teeter. Same owner? I think, pretty sure. Oh, that is crazy. But it, a lot of them do that. <laughs> he feels scammed. Yeah, like, that is mind blown. Yeah, it's the same. Like, why not just keep the same name? Well, because they could have bought a like a regional An group existing. and they just kept the name. Oh, got it. Yeah. Um, but Kroger owns and operates Kroger's, Ralph's, Dylan Smith's, King Supers, Fry's, QFC, City Market, Owens, JC, Payless, Barker's, Jerbs, Harris Teeter, Pick and Save, Metro Market, and Mariano's. Wow. Oh. That's a lot of companies. There you go, That's a lot. So, yeah. yeah. And Kroger's, it's good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's good. What else? Uh, the TSA had to put out a letter to everybody reminding people hey, you can't bring nunchucks. Saw blades, switchblade knives uh, uh, on uh, with your carry-ons. Hold on you a second. Ha- hey, Kaylin, unpack my nunchucks and grenades. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Make a note. Yeah. yeah, I sorry. I didn't know until right now. All right, they, that's fine. In the letter they put out, they said, for future reference, these are things that you'll have to put in checked bags. Thank you for your time and consideration. Oh, Kaylin, never mind. Move the grenade <laughs> to the check bag. Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, according to people- By the way, I'm kidding. I don't know if anybody's listening. That's, no one thought you were serious. I know, but I'm just saying I'm kidding. It was a joke. Yeah, the one thing you shouldn't take is a grenade ever. Ever. Uh, even yeah. an old one. No. But I was kidding to both listeners who will get on me, but also anybody in the government. I love America, okay. and I plan to do nothing <laughs> wrong ever. Go but ahead. also, heads up, if you wear a spice bomb, it's shaped like a grenade. A sp- the cologne spice mm-hmm. bomb, yeah. Yeah. And you don't even own nunchucks, do you? Uh... What'd you, what'd you call them? Okay, listen. I always thought they were nunchucks. Yeah. But this article ha- says nunchucks. Nunchucks, yeah. Okay. Got it. Okay. Uh, People Magazine says that Zach Brown is engaged to actress model Kelly. Zach Brown's engaged? Yazdi? Oh, I saw this. Yeah. Who? She's. What's her name? Kelly Yazdi. Uh-uh. Or, I mean, I she's. Yeah, I looked her up on yeah, IMDb. She's acted. She's a model. She does a lot of adventurous type things. So a lot of times in a swimsuit. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah, she's, no, she's really she's pretty. pretty. Wait, mm-hmm. I don't know her. I haven't seen her with him, I guess. But g- congratulations to him. Yeah, multiple sources say he p- proposed in Hawaii a while ago, like back in July or something like that. Good for so, them. And like, her ring has been seen in certain Instagram posts. But without her? <laughs> just the oh, ring. her wearing it. <laughs> no, her hand <laughs> with the ring on it and her and Zach, but they just hadn't talked about it. But anyway, there you go. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Matthew Wilkinson was on the ground working on the brakes on his work truck with his 15-year-old son, Dalen. Dalen was helping him out, just handing him stuff. He was having trouble getting the rotor off the truck, so he shimmied up under the truck to have leverage to get under it. So this is the dad, Matthew. And as soon as the rotor came off, the truck dropped down. Pinned him to the ground. The dad was rushed to the hospital and treated for some minor injuries, but he didn't have a clear recollection of, of how he was able to get out from underneath the truck. Later, because of all the cameras people have, the, surveil- the, the door cams, the doorbell cams, his son was the reason he was able to get free, his 15-year-old son. After the truck dropped on him, his son ran over and lifted up the rear of the truck, like lifted it up, took off wow. enough so his dad— Whoa. That's crazy. 15-year-old son. Yeah, and he's not like—I mean— he, 
He's under it, and you see him. It's like he's, he's deadlifting, and he pulls, 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 and he finally lifts it up, and the dad comes out, and he drops it. Dang. Like adrenaline. Amazing. 15 years old. That is an amazing story. What's crazy is the dad doesn't remember. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Which I get. Passed out. But he's like, I don't remember it. And they're like, well, let's just watch the old footage. What the? <laughs> That's great. The footage is up if you want to look for it. We'll put it up on our uh, Facebook page. This is from ABC7, the footage we're looking at here. And it's them sitting on the couch. And the kid's like, he's, he's in slides and a hoodie. It's like, yeah, I, mean, I just picked it up. He's, he's just like, being a teenager. He's just like, yeah, chilling. Man. Yeah, can I go? Can I play Fortnite? <laughs> All right, that is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a voicemail from Richard in Fresno, California. Eddie, saw your Instagram post, but dude, come on, man. You're sitting in a box with Jerry Jones, and you couldn't spend a few dollars to get your hair trimmed? You mean, maybe a fade, something? Come on, man. Go Cowboys. He's so, talking to me? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're Eddie. So we were at a Dallas Cowboys oh, game boy. with Jerry Jones. We'll have it all up really soon. And he was just talking about your appearance. What's wrong? I had a, I had a cap on. I, I don't know what, like. And you're also, I think your beard, too. It's just kind of, I think he was just saying you didn't look as well kept. Even the t-shirt under the. Which is my lucky game day yeah, shirt. Yeah, it was an old yeah. t-shirt. Yeah. But we knew that. Yeah, but they didn't. Hmm. Did they it, make comments? Like, no, 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 no one no. said anything. But in the Jerry Jones box, I will tell you this. It was dressed to the nines. Guys, I, no one was wearing a jersey. It was you wore a, a shade of blue. There was there wasn't even a lot of like cowboy stuff because it was people dressed all the way up. They you could tell they were cowboy fans because the blue they wore, but it was fancy. It was senators, rep, it was House of Representatives people. Oh, it was b- lawyers, biz, company owners. Kendra Scott was in there. She's a billionaire now. Dang. And then Eddie in his hold up T shirt. Uh huh. Also a billionaire. And his unkept face and <laughs> hair. <laughs> the opposite of a billionaire. But you know what? We are who we are, right, guys? That's, That's right. right. We ain't changing. Why am I going to change? We are who we are. Uh, thank you, Richard. I appreciate that call. Now let's go over and get in the morning, Corny. The morning, Corny. Which of Santa's friends is the most chill? <laughs> mm, which? <laughs> Jack Frost. Huh? Oh, chill. Because he's cold. I thought it was going to be a 420. Me too, man. Yeah. All right, Jack Frost. Like, <laughs> yeah. chill. Like, chill. Chill. Yeah. Chill. Got it. Okay, good. That was the morning corny on the Bobby Bones Show now. The Yuletide Carolers. We feel like some Christmas boys and girls. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so for two reasons here, the Yuletide Carolers are here. Uh, Abby is now part of the Yuletide <laughs> Carolers. Abby, why, why are you laughing? She looks awesome. Okay. Thank you. I'm just I saying. Love I, it. I, I it's like 1860. John is right. 1860s. Yes. They're, I was telling them before that we went on the air here. Their outfits are awesome. Legit. What would you say it is, Amy? I say 1860, but what does it remind you of? Oh, oh, like uh, um, Bridgerton. Oh, Bridgerton. Oh, that's good. That's really good. Oh, little, the... little Red Riding Hood is what no, Abby looks like. Well, she like... does kind of because yeah. she's kind of red. That's true. <laughs> no, yeah. For me, it's all the period pieces that we watch on different <laughs> streaming services. There's the Gilded Age. Like, I love stuff like this. I'm such a fan of these guys. I hired them last year at my house for the Christmas party. Yeah. And so just know that I'm already a fan. And John, are you, you're the leader of the group, John? I am for the Nashville group. Okay. And so you have a stick. What's the stick there? This is Aretha. <laughs> It's a Aretha, Aretha. But, it's, but it's a wreath on a stick. With What's a, your name? Yes. With a lamp in it. I feel like at Christmas time, you were going, the British are coming. The British, like, that's, <laughs> you run around with that. Um, I like it. It's Thank definitely, you. do you ever light it? You know, there's a there's a light in there, and it's uh, it's an authentic flame. Just kidding, it's not. Um, but we really do call this Aretha uh-huh. um, as we carried around and introduced her. She's part of the group. Are you the bass? I am. 
He's John. Yeah, he's no. Or dashing through the snow. <laughs> uh, they're the Yuletide Carolers, and I just want to let them sing first. And the Instagram as the Yuletime Carolers, or if you're where we are, because are the Yuletime Carolers in a lot of places, John? Yes, we're in uh, New York and New Jersey and Florida and Colorado. So, and we're in all those states. So, if Yuletime Carolers are a group you like to hire this year or next year, at the Yuletide Carolers, these are the Yuletide Carolers, Nashville. And we'll talk about how Abby got in the group in a second. But, John, would you guys do, uh, would you, could you do Jingle Bells for us first? Yes. All right, there's, there's four of them. There are no instruments in here. It is, uh, introduce everybody really quickly, John. Okay, well, I think you know Abby. That's Abby. Yay! Yay! Merry Christmas, Abby. Merry Christmas. And this is James Richardson. <laughs> Top Hat James, yes. Yeah, James. James is also our music director. Hi, James. Mm-hmm. Hello. And Jessica Heim. Jessica's in Hi. green, and she's got some bells in her hand. All right, all right, all right. Yes, thank you. I asked Jessica where she was from before we came on. I said, Jessica, where are you from? She goes, Manchester. And I thought she was in character, <laughs> Manchester, England. I said, oh, are you in character? She goes, no, Manchester, Tennessee, like right down the road. Right yeah. there. I was like, oh, okay. I'm a hometown right. lady. All right, yes. the Yuletide Carolers with a little bit of Jingle Bells. John, whenever you're ready. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh O'er the fields we go laughing all the way Bells on bobtail ring Making spirits bright What fun it is to ride and sing a sleighing song tonight Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh A day or two ago, I thought I'd take a ride And soon Miss Fanny Bright was seated by my side The horse was lean and lank, misfortune seemed his lot We got into a drifted bank and we, we got upset Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Here we go. Now the ground is white. Go it while we're young. Take the girls tonight and sing the sleighing song. Just get a bottle nag to 44 to speed. Then hitch him to an open sleigh and crack will take the lead. Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open sleigh. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Whoa. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one horse open, a one horse open sleigh. Come on! Wow! Wow! I'm feeling in the Christmas spirit. Wow! I love it. Okay, (laughs) we have a lot of things to say. I'd like to warn you first, the lunchbox gives Abby nonstop crap. Just so he's going to, somehow he's going to give it to her. Really? Yeah, yes. So (laughs) that will come. Don't let it run your Christmas spirit. We're used to it at this point. Um, So John, how did Abby become part of this group here? Well, I heard her sing the national anthem a couple of times, and I said, we have to have her in the group. And so we all huddled up, um, and we knew that she had this really beautiful, um, you know, alto voice, and we needed an alto. And so, you know, I just, um, you know, asked her to if she'd consider joining us, because I'd met her, um, you know, actually at the iHeart party. And uh, anyway, and so she just fits in so beautifully, and, and that voice is so rich, and we've loved having her in the group. She is awesome, right? Like. Even just to hang around. Like, Abby is just a great spirit. Aside from her being able to sing, she's just fun. To, we love her. Um, Lunchbox, I'm going to hold your comment for a second. Oh, I was you were, I was ready to comment. I know. We're going to come. We're gonna play this song, and then we're going to come back, and then we're going to do another one, and then we'll talk to Abby, and you can talk to Abby. Okay. Okay? All right, let's play this here from Chase Rice. We'll come back with the Yuletide Carolers next. On the Bobby Bones Show now. The Yuletide Carolers. Hey, so 
my wife makes fun of me a little bit because I'll say, hey, we're going to go to Walmart or Nordstrom's. And she's like, you know, it's not. It's Walmart and Nordstrom. <laughs> yeah, no S. Yeah, I grew up in Arkansas. And so I say, I, I, you know, you can take the hillbilly out of the hillbilly land, but it's hard to remove it from him. And I, apparently I call them the Yule Time Carolers. I think yeah. I always thought that's what it was called, Yule Time. I heard Yule that a couple tide. times. Yeah. But Yule, yeah. Yule Tide. But it said that in the little piece there. Yule Tide. Yes. And then I think you said Yule Tide Carolers. Yule Tide Carolers. And they are here in the studio with us. Abby, you're now part of the Yule Tide Carolers. I am. And is it fun for you? It's so fun, yeah. It was a lot, though. What do you mean? Because they're just, like, professionals at what they do. And I have not been in a quartet or a choir since, like, middle school, so this was a lot <laughs> to adjust to. But and what is your role called? Alto. And do you have to learn specifically how to – you have to just stay as an alto the whole time, right? Yes, that's the thing. We all go off, you know, like, we're, some notes are the same, and then we go off onto – we split our parts, and so – What's an alto – sing – not hard. Just give me a little bit of Jingle Bells. It's just the alto part. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh, o'er the fields we go, laughing all the way. Bells on bobtail ring. Oh wow! Ring, so you have to stay there. Bright. It's almost like singing harmonies. <laughs> yeah. Where I mean, but that's your wheelhouse. You have yeah. to stay a certain yeah. to because I'm not great, obviously, at singing. But Eddie's had to teach me a lot about music, and sometimes <laughs> you have to stay in places that feels. Yes. It, it's not actually the song. Right. It's not like the melody. It's not the real melody. Yeah. You're like that's more you, the right? That's more Jessica, right? Kind of stays melody? Yeah. Kind of, yeah. Soprano normally does. Yeah, classic, I know that. <laughs> no idea. No idea. There's um, some chords, though, that you would just not even understand how, you know, you pull that off. They're, we call them crunch chords and really tight harmonies. Always tough for me, too, with the crunches. <laughs> Nestle. Um, John, if you, as the bass, and you were doing Jingle Bells, what would it be a Jingle Bells part as just the bass? Can we hear that? Um <laughs> Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh, or the fields we go, <laughs> and you stay there all the way. Wow. And, yeah. Okay. So, and then you are this soprano. Mm-hmm. I never. I, the finale was weird, right? It went to black, and a lot of people were upset with it. But still, <laughs> when it comes to mobsters, like I oh, really. T- oh, the TV show. show. I was like, I don't remember going to black on that song. Her voice. It's not the same. No. no. Uh, if you, because yes. yours is a melody thing, right? Mm-hmm. So, could you give us a little bit of what, how you did it alone, of Jingle Bells? Sure. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Yeah, so good, isn't it? Wow. wow. Yeah. Okay, and you're the music leader. Yes. Yes. Okay. And so, James, what yours is what? What's your role called? I'm a tenor in the group. Tenor. You know, I'd have given you a solid eighter, but a tenor. If they think you're a tenor, that's good. <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. I yeah. thought it was a six. So. Well, yeah, you know, um, as a tenor, can you tell me what a tenor sounds like? Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Oh, the fields we go, laughing wow. all the way. And then all together, can you do just that part Come together? On. Go. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Or the fields we go, laughing all the way. That's awesome. Wow. Wow. Why, why would I be? Here, listen to me sing. Dashing through the snow. What would I be? Baritone. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Thank you. They need a baritone. Hey, untied. What? They need a baritone. <laughs> we do. We do, actually. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's do it all together. Here we go. Set <laughs> oh, us boy. up. Set us up. Go ahead. Dashing through the snow in a one-horse open sleigh. Over the fields we go, laughing all the way. Yo, yo, here I am. It's B. It's oh, I was gonna do like a remix. No, okay. Hey, are you available this weekend? I am. I'm fully booked out. You couldn't afford me. Yeah, I know. It's tough. It's only because I, um, my my Venmo is broken. Otherwise, I'm I'd be in with you guys next yeah. year. Yeah, next year for sure. Mm-hmm. The Yuletide Carolers are here. Abby, what song are you guys gonna do next? Oh, can I request a song? 
If it's on the sheet. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Can you do Rudolph? That's just my favorite song. Oh, can yeah. You, can you do Rudolph? Yes. Okay, I don't have a sheet, but you guys can try to yeah. roll Rudolph. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have that one. Okay. All right, here they are, the Yuletide Carolers. You know, you know Bobby and Amy and Eddie and Morgan, Raimundo and Mike D and Scuba and Abby, but do you recall the most misfit reindeer of all? Lunchbox, the red-nosed reindeer, had a very shiny nose, and if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. Lunchbox, the red-nosed reindeer, <laughs> and one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Lunchbox with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then how the reindeer loved him, as they shouted out with glee, Lunchbox a red-nosed reindeer, you'll go down in history. You'll go down in history. You'll go down in history. Hey! He started to like, he was like, wow, they're singing my name. Like, he's like a kid. Yeah. He's like, they're saying my name. Wow. And then he realized he was the misfit. <laughs> yeah. But then you realized we all liked you at the end. Well, you like, yeah. Whatever. I know, that was the thing. I was like, oh. And it was they tough because like I was starting to sing Rudolph too. I was like, lunchbox. Uh, <laughs> look at that. They switched it up live. How you like that one? That was, that was interesting. On their feet, that was quick. Yeah. I don't know how they did that. And so, what do you want to say? Because you've heard them. Smart. They are geniuses. They turn Abby's off, mic off when they sing. No, they hey, don't. No, they did not. We have the mics. They don't. Well, you don't hear her at all. Yes, you do. You, but all they sound crucial. together. I'm just telling you. Bobby you did the breakdown a minute ago. You could put a hologram up there of anybody oh, and they dude. would not they would not know the difference. That one is not true. That's true. Then two, th that is mean. But it's true. Three, do you ever want to be a reindeer with us? Then you need to chill out. And then also, <laughs> you know how she's so in the group? She ain't in the A group. Because these people performed last night. Abby wasn't a part of it. And she's borrowing someone's outfit. We switch off. I have several A groups. Yeah. Oh, Ooh, yeah what group are you in? I'm not in a singing no, group. No, like acting groups, though. Oh, probably mm -hmm. A group? No, probably, yeah, 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 yeah. The A group. Abby, I thought you sounded great. Thank you. Even well, when you you couldn't even hear her. Yes, yeah, you can could. you hear me? Like, yes, let it, no, you yes, can't. Yes, you could. Yes. Be, Lunchbox, because they all sing together. That's the point. That's Guess the what? point. I can hear her on the end. No problem. Because she is. I can hear this dude. Because <laughs> he's low. <laughs> okay, Lunchbox, could you hear James? Yes. Okay, what was he doing? Doubt it. Uh, sing it. Hold on. Yeah, shut up. The Listen. thing about a quartet is they blend. Yes, it's a like blend. Like, that's yeah. what it's supposed to You know to what they blended, blended you into the way background? Oh, <laughs> okay. They blended Why? you out. Okay, he's Abby, done. will you sing a little Rudolph by yourself as, yeah. a, as the tenor? As the alto? No, no, alto. I get my things mixed up. Yeah. Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. Wow. All of the other reindeer used to laugh and call him names. That's good. They never let, okay. No, I was, saying, I was just like, great. that's good. You're perfectly right in that. Yes. Guys. Right where Thank she you. belongs. If you guys could hang out, I'm going to have you sing a little bit later too. I love it. Thank I love you. I love Lunchbox. The no Red, showered reindeer. I know. Misfit. No misfit. showered <laughs> misfit. 
whatever that was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. But I, I have a question about. Oh no, okay, no, no more no. questions. No, no. Go ahead. So Abby, like you said, uh, that you're the in charge of this, and you met Abby at the Christmas party last year. So did you invite Abby to sing last year? Or did she come up to you at the Christmas party and be like, "Hey, do you mind if I sing a song with you?" I heard her sing the national anthem, and I saw her, and I said, "Whoa, we could really use her." And so Boom. I saw uh, her out. Whoa! He, okay. he wouldn't lie to you in a, a costume like that. <laughs> And so, what group is Abby in? Like, where are her? Like, because she doesn't sing with you guys. Like, you guys are, you were the ones at the Christmas party last year. So, does she has her own group of three people that she's with? Abby sings with, you know, any number of us. There are 18 of us, actually. And, you know, she sang with us at the opening night of Enchant a couple weeks ago. He's trying to find oh, something cool. to hold Behind on to. Jamie O'Neill, and it was awesome. Yes. Yeah. And, and um, Minnie Murphy. We're going to come back yeah. in a second. They're going to be here for a while. Well, You'll, Abby's mic be on or off? It'll be on oh like it always okay. has been. Well, yours is about to be off. At, you know what? I'm going to leave it on. Merry Christmas lunch. Thank you. <laughs> At the Yuletide Carolers. We'll come back in a second here. Bobby Bone Show. On the Bobby Bone Show now. The Yuletide Carolers. So they're here. They're dressed like <sighs> Victorian. Yeah. Victorian time. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I think of like. Queen Victoria. Big. That's the only thing I know from Victorian times. What are the things <laughs> under the skirts called? That, those are private parts. No. <laughs> Chastity belt? No, no but there's something that. that makes the skirt poof. poof. A poof oh, skirt oh, and then the corset. Oh, yeah, got it. Poof. Got it. I was going to say, well, as the kids, we called them poo-poo and poo-poo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the Yuletide Carolers are here. Abby is a part of the group. And uh, Jessica is the soprano, right? Yes. Uh, Abby is the alto. Hey. Thank you. James <laughs> is the tenor. And John is the bass, and he's the head of the Nashville group. And the Yuletide Carolers are all over the country, so you can have them. Uh, you can hire them. I hired them last year to sing at my house. That's how good they are. That was awesome. And so I thought we'd do one more to kind of put us in the Christmas mood. Can we do Silver Bells? Can we slow it down a little bit? Is that possible, guys? Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. Yes. Okay. So here they are, the Yuletide Carolers. Wait, wait, Abby, check your mic. Hello. Okay. Okay. Testing. It's on. It's on. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Silver Bells. Silver Bells. Silver Bells. Yeah, come on! And Abby, we 
Jared you loud and clear that time. Yeah, I got a little more nasally that song. You and that's literally uh, all he says. You and Jessica you were like, no, don't let him get to you. Just don't let him don't get even. to you. <laughs> and I got a question. Does Abby put her hands in that that thing because she's like worried? She's like, because I feel like she's giving the well, tenor guy eyes, and so she's trying to control her hands so she doesn't like grab him or something. What are no, you? No, no. <laughs> So Abby has on, let's say you're uh, Aaron Rodgers and you're playing in Green Bay and it's cold and you put your hands in that thing as the quarterback. That is what they would wear then to keep their hands warm as well. So in order to have that prop make sense, she wears it. Yes, it yes. for a hand warmer. Yes. Well, I just wonder if she was just trying to control her hands. I feel like she's eyeing the tenor guy. Like, I feel like there's chemistry there. How am I eyeing him? He's like behind me. She I never even looked see him. That hat. How could you see with no, that no, hat? No, no, at the start on. of every He's song. up anything. No, no, at the start of the song, it. they look at each other and they smile. No, they have to look at each other to He's match. He's the director. To be like, oh my God. Oh I was gosh. looking at Jessica, what? so we start at the same time. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God. Are you making eyes at Jessica? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, she has to bind her hands. So she has her feet in shoes so she can keep her feet on the ground. <laughs> she doesn't just attack him. Abby, is that fun for you? <laughs> yeah, you sound, it's really You fun. sound great. All of you guys sound great. The Yuletide Carolers. Are you guys booked up for the rest of the year? Uh, there, John, are you still taking reservations? We're pretty close. Yeah. Uh, you know, We might be able to fit in one or two. But, but next year... Next year. Oh, yeah, plan ahead. Next year. What yes. if we wanted to hire you, though, in March? Uh, for, like, Christmas in March? We'd do that. Who the, who the heck knows? Christmas whenever. What if we wanted to hire you to, hire you to do, like, CeeLo at Forget You? <laughs> you see, I'm driving around town with a girl I love. I'm like... That'd be fun. See? Uh, we, that, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we could find a way. Off Christmas script. What did we have to do one year? We had to do... um. I'm every woman. The, the yeah, we, oh, yeah, we just good. had a family that wanted a little inside joke, yeah, and so it was yeah. funny. That's, that's what, what I want. It's all in me. Have you heard us, the Bones 4, do our Christmas song yet? <gasps> We'd like to. Okay, here we oh, go. Oh, it's good. You guys ready? Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Eddie, go ahead and start us off. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, you start us off. Okay, well, okay. if I have to. Okay, here we go. Boop, <laughs> Lunchbox, go. Oh, my God. No, no, we're now the Bones 3. All right, here. No, 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 wait, we're now the Bones 3. No, no, I, Amy, go ahead. He ruined it. We had it. The Yuletide, good, good intro. The Yuletide <laughs> Carolers at the Yuletide Carolers or at the Yuletide Carolers Nashville or the YuletideCarolers.com. Uh, thank you all for your time, for yeah. getting dressed thank for this. You. you sound so good. Uh, uh, John Kosky, James Richardson, uh, Jessica Heim, H-E-I-M, mm-hmm. and Abby. Abby. Woo! Her last gig with them today. They got the promotion just like that band she joined that she was going to be in, and then all of a sudden they didn't get her name on air. All right, his mic can go off now, Ray. That no, 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 no. Such a, that's not even real. Away. Like it's gonna their Wikipedia now page. He's on mic. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you guys. And there are the Yule Tide Thank you, guys. thank you, thank you. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, 
food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month, and when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Joe Exotic is going, hey, Biden, release me from prison. <laughs> oh my this gosh. guy's crazy. <laughs> I'm kind of into it again, though, now. Why? Because I, I did Tiger King. I was into it, and then I was just over it forever. Now it's hilarious again. Not what he did or why he's in jail. But the fact that he's like in prison going, yo, help, I'm still here. Man, I forgot he was still in prison. Mm-hmm. So Joe Exotic's like, yo, let's go swap me for somebody. Anyone. But he can't. Me. He's here. He can't be swapped. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a really Joe exotic. So let's talk about this. Talk about prison for a second. So they spent 25 years in prison, these two guys, of a murder conviction. 1996, there was a shooting death in their friend. They were exonerated after new evidence in a true crime podcast prove their innocence. That's What's crazy. the podcast? I need to listen. These to podcasts, they're doing such good investigative work because they can singularly focus on it. Yeah. You know, we have all of these um, men and women in law enforcement who are doing the best that they can, but when you have 73 cases, it's hard to really dial in and focus on just one. It's almost like our nurses and our do- and our teachers. And so these true po- uh, crime podcasts, they go and they find it. So Daryl Lee Clark... And Kane Joshua Story were 17 years old. They were arrested. There was a gunshot wound. I want to. I don't want to get too crazy here because it's early in the morning still. But wrongful conviction. They filed it. The podcast all happened. They reinvestigated. Boom, out. Wow. So sad. 25 years of their life. Investigative podcaster Susan Simpson and Jacinda Davis began scrutinizing his case in their proof true crime podcast in 2021, and they interviewed two of the witnesses. So this is my thinking. I think twice a year, because again, they're going to get out and they'll get like $27,000 or something. Yeah. Some amount of money that doesn't make up for the fact they were in jail. Nothing makes up for the fact that they were in jail for 25 years. Nothing. 
Yeah. And I asked Eddie, we were in the car the day, we were, you know, we had been with Jerry Jones, and I said, Eddie, for a billion dollars, would you turn 65 right now? And he said, no, that's a billion dollars. He said, because I'd miss all that time with my kids. I said, what about two? He goes, well, now we're talking. But still. <laughs> that's a little different. <laughs> two billion, what's the difference? Um, Between a billion 25 years of their life is gone, and they'll get something that doesn't. I think twice a year, the government should tax all of us a nickel. Every American citizen, a nickel. Twice a year. And with that nickel, it goes to people that are held like this. They're we're not going to notice it. Yeah. And if we find out that we kept them for, there should be a fund that we build for wrongly, and nothing crazy that we feel, but if we're taxed a nickel, every citizen that pays taxes, and it can go to the, let's go. Yeah, I like it, because these guys were like 17 years old when they went to jail. Yeah. So they, they have no life. They've done nothing. So they're going into the workforce without any experience oh, at man. 30, at whatever age. I mean, they're older dudes now. So what'd you do before this? Well, I was in prison. Yeah. And, and even if they were exonerated and found not guilty, you're still like, well, but you're in prison. Right. Huh? Yeah, but at this age, they don't want to work, man. They need to go out and have fun. Like, you don't even get a job. But they have to work. Though. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. They might want to to feel. No, no. I don't. They want to go visit the beaches. They want to go visit the mountains. They want to go. Would you sign up for the nickel tax twice a year? Yes. Yes, absolutely. 100%. I love it. Something small like that, but also if a whole bunch of people got in on it. Because we hear about a few of these a year, and they should be taken care of better than they are. Mm -hmm. I'm so courageous, I'd give 10 cents. Which you know. Stop, Lunchbox, stop. You're too good. <laughs> you guys say I'm not a good guy. You, no, you are that. too good. You're too good to the American people. Yep. Amy, what are you going to say? It's just terrible to think about how, yeah, we hear about these a few times a year and just how many people are behind bars right now that that don't deserve to be there. And that aren't even getting their cases looked at. Right. Because, Ugh. again, the system is just overrun and extremely too busy. Mm. Woke up at 2 a.m. this morning. Couldn't go back to sleep, so I've been up. Some eyes are a little blurry. Like gla They glass over a little bit about this point. I got to get my like fourth wind, mm. even though it's still early. But I'll tell you what happened is I, I lay everything out, either outside of our bedroom or in a guest room so I don't wake my wife up. Because I understand I wake up really early. Even if I do get the sleep that I have set aside to get, and I get up when the alarm goes off, which is almost never, I wake up an, at least an hour before it goes off. It can still be annoying that I'm all rustling around. She's trying to sleep. I get it. This morning, because we were in Dallas, I had a suitcase that I'd left on the floor. And it was dark. I smashed my toe. I went, boom. Mm. Mm. That's not good. And she's asleep. And I'm trying to hold. <laughs> like, every part of me was shaking. It's like when a weightlifter is trying for a new, like, deadlift record. And he's sweating. His head is just, like, trembling. And his eyes are. I, I went, boom. So you wanted to yell. Oh, oh. I was like this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh. Your eyes are crossed. Oh, it, it hurt so bad, and I was trying to be quiet. And I knew it was going to be a long day just because I woke up at 2 in the morning. And I just have to remember it because I plan everything out. I make sure, and not just in the morning, usually I have systems that keep me on track and that give me a good shot at success each day. Even in the morning, I have medicine I take. Like I have um, this new medicine I'm taking for like some severe PTSD symptoms that I've been going through. I have a couple of vitamins I take. But what I do is I put my keys and my wallet and my medicine and my banana and, and I lay them all out right beside each other. And when I wake up, I can't leave the house without the keys. So I see all of that. And as soon as I take medicine or take, then I put it in the bag. Then I put it in the bag. 
and I keep deodorant in my bag, and I keep it because sometimes I come to work and my armpits smell like a butt, and so I put I make sure to put deodorant on. Mm-hmm. But I have it all there. Goes in my bag. In my bag here. So I have all these systems in place to make sure that I give myself the best chance of the day. And you may go, well, doesn't that take a lot of time? It doesn't take as much time as having to go, forgot my banana. Yeah. yeah. Now I got to go order some food or I forgot my deodorant. Now my arms smell like a butt. Or wondering, did I take my pill? Or, yeah. I do that and I'm like, well, shoot, do I double up or just skip it? <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> it's going to be a good day if you double up. <laughs> I, mine don't make me feel anything. Oh, they don't. I'm not even sure what it's called, but I've been, I have really intense nightmares that are extremely vivid and extremely realistic to the exact place that I'm laying right there, but I've had them. I've had my house broken into. I've been jumped at work. I've had I've been held at gunpoint, pistol whipped at outside of a work event, many death threats. And a, after time, it, it's just worn me down to where I don't sleep. And then add to that the fact that I'm always, I can't get my mind to stop working on things. And so it's just, it's never, never good for me. So when I say I had trouble sleeping, it's never about my bed because I got a heck of a bed. Mm-hmm. My sleep number, A+. Plus. It's just the, the brain stuff. But I tell you, that toe right into the suitcase. <laughs> boom. <laughs> and I hope I don't wake her up. I'll check in a little bit. I hope I didn't wake her up. But it's time for the news. Let's go. Bobby's Big Stories. Authorities said they have made at least one arrest after a group of thieves stole 4,200 gallons of fuel from the gas station. Wow. How do you do that? That's a lot of milk cartons. Hendersonville police in Tennessee said the large scale theft happened on November 13th. Valued at approximately $20,000. Investigators said the band of thieves made multiple trips to the same gas station and fuel pump over the course of several hours. They later identified one of the getaway vehicles. That led officers to one of the suspects, and they're charging, and the investigation is still going, so they're not saying exactly how they got away with it because I think they're trying to figure how they knew and why they and where they, just a lot of things they don't want to reveal yet. And then don't you think if they release exactly how they did it, other people are going to be like, oh, interesting. Genius. Okay. Well, I'm sure they found some sort of vulnerability. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, how do you get the pump to start pumping gas yeah, without paying? That's from Fox 7. Maybe they just saw the pump was paying, but they weren't. And so they said, let's just keep going back. Like it wasn't some sort of premeditated thing. They oh. just, I don't know. I'm making this part Spur up. Spur of the moment. Where they're, Then they call their buddies and they're like, yo, we can get free gas. Mm-hmm. Get your gas tank, get your milk cartons, whatever you need. $20,000 worth in one day? Yeah, that's a full tank. That's a tank from my (laughs) my wife's SUV. You put it on full. Yeah. The oldest known pair of jeans. Oh, here we go. Mike, is this the update? Officer said the guy, Rodriguez, was driving the Chevy pickup, which had been heavily modified to hold 200 gallons of gas. Authorities also found a special pump on the truck to expedite offloading the stolen fuel. So again, they must have figured something, but... The, definitely not. No, they, 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 well, I don't know. This guy had moment. A, he had a, it. It wasn't for the moment. Like no. he was ready. That's yeah. crazy, man. That's awesome. I started googling how to get one of these. His truck is outfitted the whole wow. that much. Dang. Okay, the oldest known pair of jeans in the whole world just sold for one hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. They were pulled from a sunken trunk at an eighteen fifty seven uh, shipwreck right off the coast of North Carolina. They pulled it out of the shipwreck in their current state. They still look like jeans, but they're apparently the oldest ever. To that I say, but have they seen lunchboxes? Those yeah. are old. He's been wearing the same one since we started doing this show 15, uh-huh. 16 years ago. You could probably get a solid 12 bucks for those. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I may have to put some on eBay. He, is they still have the hammer hook. <laughs> the, the loop. <laughs> the hammer oh, hook. yeah, the loop. But the jeans look like one of these designers. Really fancy. 
designer designers would put them up and go, $3,000 for a new pair of these. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, we know the role, but they look cool. They're like all brown, but they're like really, they're like brown from wow. age. But yeah, they sold. Can for you wear them? One hundred and fourteen thousand dollars. I don't think you'd want to. They'd, you uh-huh. don't want to like risk damaging them. But who? I don't know why that would be such a collector's item, unless it was like the first pair of Levi's or like <laughs> a brand. Say goodbye to foggy glasses. Scientists develop ultra thin gold base coating that can stop condensation from forming on eyewear. Thank God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With masks. It made my life miserable because I'd breathe into it and I wear glasses, constantly battling the fog. And so I wasn't an anti-masker. I was just, I don't want to wear a mask because I can't see. They were like, he hates masks. No, guys, I can't see. <laughs> I walked into traffic last time I didn't do this. But yeah, it was really tough. If you wore glasses and you had to wear a mask, it was very difficult. But now that would be nice. Because also walking in out of places sometimes when it's cold, hot, hot, cold, the fog is fogs yeah. right up. Or if you're in a hot tub with Caitlin. I don't wear glasses, then, because I'm not really reading anything. And how often is that? Uh, yeah, I mean, Amy. I don't know. It's been, like, been a while. I'll be honest like with you. I've seen a picture or some, huh. some, yeah. at some point. I've seen you and Caitlin in a hot tub. She's with like, your when glasses you're at a ski on. resort in a steamy hot tub. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Never. I don't know. I've never, never been skiing. I don't like the snow. Uh, in the news from KVOA, legendary Prices Right host Bob Barker is celebrating his 99th birthday. Wow. wow. Honestly, if we played Alive or Dead, I uh-huh. don't know what I would say. Well, he's been off TV for a while, so. We don't see him, so yeah. right. Yesterday, turned 99 years old. That's awesome. We Boy. shouldn't start doing a save Bob Barker because then he will die. Mm. Oh, yeah, true, true. We're just acknowledging it. Hey, Bob, go it's about cool. your day, buddy. Just, everybody just chill. <laughs> Good for him. Good for you, Bob. Don't die, Bob. <laughs> also in the news, Johnny Knoxville sued by a repairman for emotional distress over a prank. Johnny Knoxville's being sued because it was a prank that went wrong. This from a lawsuit obtained by TMZ. This guy, who works as a freelance handyman, claims he was hired to repair an electric dimmer switch on Johnny Knoxville's home. However, when he began working, a lamp went out and a 10-year-old girl, presumably an actress, reportedly accused him of killing her pony because it was on life support when the electricity went out. (laughs) There was reportedly an actual pony in another room. The story doesn't say if it was dead or alive. That's a funny prank. So was this like recorded or just for his for a show? Own? Okay. Yeah, for a new show. <laughs> okay, good. He also claims per the lawsuit that his car was going to be towed. And so when he became alarmed by the whole ordeal, he tried to call the cops. A man said, hey, you'll get in trouble because if you call the cops, that vehicle has cocaine in it. Oh, my God. <laughs> the alleged victim reportedly claims the bag they pulled out had white powder in it. <laughs> According to him, Knoxville was the one who disclosed to him that he was being pranked and then offered money for his participation. However, the guy filed the lawsuit to seek damages, oh, emotional distress, worry, anxiety, harm to his business reputation. Wow. That's from page six. Yeah, that's tough because you can't really do the prank and like let him know beforehand. Mm-hmm. Hey, guy, uh, we need you to sign this here. <laughs> yeah. What am I signing? Just don't read it, but trust me. <laughs> You're going to enjoy it. Foods you should stop eating if you suffer from hair loss, according to experts. Okay. This is from Yahoo. When it comes to hair loss, that doesn't mean you have to put chemicals in your head, although you could, but it could be nutrients that you're not getting. So here you go. Foods that contain high amounts of sugar are terrible. Uh-oh. If you want to keep all of your hair. Foods, and they start going through all this organic stuff, is they're best because it allows your hair to grow naturally, but there are things more so that cause it to stop than foods that can actually make it grow more. Does that make sense? Well, you're eating things that's... Not you, Eddie. You're just having... Yeah, I mean, you're looking at me the whole Ray time. Too. Yeah. You can eat things <laughs> that actually slows down 
but there's really nothing to eat that makes it double double up. Uh, uh, yeah. You can't really do that. So whatever I've lost, I've just lost. So now I'm now I'm working to keep whatever I have. No, but you can actually eat pure foods that promote old growth. Okay. Or like Ray did, he got shocked in the head. Right, Ray? Not necessarily shocked, it was just blood. Huh? Injected? Yeah, then, yeah, they withdrew blood from somewhere oh, and then cool. reinserted it in his head or something. Can they do that in other parts of my body? Not for hair. <laughs> for what, then? Like muscle. Uh, Kobe used to go to Germany. Oh, yeah. Get his blood spun. And then he... That's what I want to do. Why, you ask? Why? Why, why, do, why do you want to do that? Training. For what? I don't know. But I train hard. Okay. Just in case something. <laughs> in case I get the call. And finally, we announced this yesterday on the show, but it actually made a few different news sites because it is a really big show. Bobby Bones is set for the 2023 edition of The Million Dollar Show featuring his band, The Raging Idiots, with his best friend, Producer Eddie, February 21st at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Bobby Bones and The Raging Idiots will be joined at the event by 90 superstars Dina Carter, Strawberry Wine, it's funny how those Tracy Lawrence, he has so many hits, obviously, me a Randy Hauser, Parker McCollum, and Michelle Branch. And other special surprise guests will appear. Proceeds will go to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. Bones has raised over $21 million for St. Jude and other charities. By the way, when they say me, that means us, this in this room, and this team that listens to the show and takes part. Don't think I look at it and go, yeah, I sure do. It's like, it's a we thing. That's a, that's an us thing. And Bobby Bones is a fictional character anyway. No, nah, I'm looking at him right now. I see him. I know, <laughs> but it's like, it's not, but it's like I, I had to use a fake name forever, yeah. so it always feels like... My name is Bobby, obviously, and all this stuff's real, but it's still, I can go like, ah, someone's like, the cop's like, what's your name? Are you Bobby Bones? Yeah. That's me. I'm fictional. <laughs> Not real. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> Although a cop's never said that to me, because I don't get arrested, because I'm, I'm good. I'm yeah. a good citizen. <laughs> all right, that's the news. Thank you. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Let's go over and talk to Craig, who lives in Alabama. Craig, we appreciate you calling. What's going on, buddy? Good morning. How are you? Morning, studio. Morning. What's up, buddy? There we go. It's like a like an immediate reaction. No, uh, I know you're a big sports fan, and Coach Leach, uh, Mississippi State, just announced like eight, nine minutes ago that he passed after doing an organ donation. You know, so, I just saw it, and yeah. I'm glad you called, because I just, t- during that little break there, I just tweeted that I had planned a segment in case he had passed away, and I hoped we wouldn't have to do the segment, that kind of thing. Uh, Amy, a little background on Coach Mike Leach. I think he came to everybody's attention at Texas Tech, went to Washington. He's at Mississippi State now. Never played football at a high level. Actually, was a, went to Pepperdine, I think, and got a law degree. And then he told his wife, he said, I can make a lot of money and come home and be miserable every day, or I can make no money and come home and be happy. And his wife was like, come home and be happy. So he got into coaching. Did everything a little different. Like a real original. And I, I pulled a bunch of like awesome quotes from him because he was hilarious. He was inspirational. But the story is Mississippi State football coach Mike Leach died Monday night after complications related to a heart condition. The school announced he was 61. What we had all heard, if you're in the sports world, is that something happened and they said he's had a health complication. They didn't say much about it. Then it started to come out that they had to call the helicopter to get him. He had a heart attack. And that because the weather was bad, they couldn't get up mm. quickly. And then he was just in the hospital for a long time. 61. 61 years old. Young. That's right. Uh, I want to play some Mike Leach quotes. 
Okay. Even if you don't know who he is or care about football, I think you'll like that you'll be entertained by this because he was a very entertaining, very intelligent guy. Mike Leach, who coached Mississippi State, blamed the struggles against Auburn on his players wanting to eat fish sandwiches and drink lemonade with their fat girlfriends. Here you go. What? I'll get in trouble for this, I'm certain, but instead of playing hard and getting a first down and getting a play, then, you know, you want to <coughs> sit behind a, a, a shade tree, eat a fish sandwich, and uh, drink a lemonade with your fat little girlfriend, and that's what we're shooting for way too often, I thought. You know, when can we relax, making judgments on plays, and it definitely bit us pretty hard. I know. <laughs> He's like, they're just lazy, you know? Okay. That's one way to say it. Uh, here's Mike Leach on his favorite sweet treats. Uh, when I was a kid, well, gummy bears, let's see. The, the, the hair bow, it's got to be the hair bow ones. And then the latest, the, the latest, you know, they have those nerds clusters, which is new. The gummies. Yeah, which is good. The nerds <laughs> clusters is good. And then if you go chocolate, uh, probably almond joy. Wow. He's about to go into the game. You can he hear the band it. getting ready. And she probably asks him, like, how do you get ready? And he's like, where's my favorite foods? Hey, nerd clusters are good. They are, but man, I can eat so... Oh, I just don't feel good after it. Oh, your stomach I, takes Because I don't beating. do one or two. Mm-hmm. And nerds sent me boxes of them. Whenever Caitlin had created the water at Sonic, the Bobby slash Caitlin water, they were like, oh, thanks for talking about nerd. Oh, I had so many gummy ropes. Nerd ropes. <laughs> oh, so good, so bad. Here's Mike Leach on us not being alone in the universe and if Bigfoot is real. I mean, it's, it, to me, it's always been naive. I'm on Earth, they say, oh, well, we're the only ones. We're, I mean, really, why? Have you been to the other planets? Have you checked out the other planets? You know, I hope there's Bigfoot. I don't think there is. The reason I don't think there is, because <clears throat> we found bones of dinosaurs and everything else, but we haven't found bones that I've heard of, of Bigfoot. Makes a point. Okay, yeah, so yeah. is he at a press conference? Yeah, there? some of these are. Okay, so why would he be answering that question? There's, it at a goes football? anywhere. All he the goes time. off all he the time. He goes all the time. Okay, it, he'll just get interested in something and just go off. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, here is in a Mississippi State postgame interview on the field. Uh, the reporter had was about to get married, and so that came up as they're walking off. Go elope. Trust me on that. Go elope. Because uh, basically every female in the family is going to terrorize you guys until it's over. Once it's over, I mean, they'll be upset for a few days, but it'll be over. And then, you know, you cruise away, uh, along, have a happy marriage, have a happy life. Then he walks to the locker room. All right, got to go talk to the team. <laughs> That's great. And finally, Mike Leach's funny response after a reporter asks him what he thinks about the calls in the first half, like the refs, of the Mississippi State game. You've been speaking to the officials all night. What's your reaction to some of those calls in the first half? What's your reaction? You're watching the same game I am. Uh, I think you ought to comment on it, uh, positive or negatively, whatever's running through your mind. Okay, thank you, Coach. Sean, I'll let you. He didn't want to get fined, but he wanted him to know. Uh, rest in peace, Mike Leach. I just don't know anybody that didn't like Mike Leach unless you were Ole Miss and Mississippi State was your rival, and you had to dislike him because that's what rivalries are. Or you were Texas A&M, or when you played Texas Tech. Or but Mike Leach was awesome, and he just was a guy who did it different all the time. He wasn't an ex-player. He approached the game differently. He approached people differently. I loved Mike Leach. You know, there was a while, a couple of times, five, ten years ago, where I was like, man, I wish Arkansas would get Mike Leach. Like I just really loved him. I uh, turned that Mississippi State program around, and sad to see. And sad to hear that Mike Leach has passed away at 61 years old. Dang. That really sucks. 
Messed up a couple times today. I said Yule Time instead of Yule Tide earlier. <laughs> and for that, I still apologize. That's all right. Man. I'm an idiot. Stupid. <laughs> and Washington State, my college coach at Washington State, not Washington. Oh, yeah. I was in a hurry to get to the segment. I'm stupid. Everybody hates me. I'm sorry. Nobody told me yet, but I know they would <laughs> if I gave it a second. Oh, it's coming. I'm sure. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't have noticed. I will. If I come real soon. <laughs> hey, it's Bobby Bones. want to say thanks. For everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in Hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's Place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. I got a question. Who wants some free cash? Me. Yes. 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 Come on. Now, one of the best things about having a show that's pretty successful is that I can pay you guys to do bits because the company won't, right? Otherwise, we'd just be screwed. They don't give us any money for anything. But I, to make sure the bits are good, sometimes I'll just throw some extra, I'll chum it up a little bit, you know? Also, I don't make you guys do anything. Right. No, no, it's no. all It's all stated. Voluntarily. Not just this. I don't make people do anything. Yeah, it's all voluntarily. So, Let's go. Except the wheel. It's called the placebo. Well, you can always pull yourself off the wheel <laughs> if you really stand by. Like, Morgan's pulled off. She's a vegetarian. Oh, that's right. Yeah. She has, yeah. yeah. This is called the placebo experiment. All right. How about a chance for the guys only? I'm sorry. You'll see why, Amy. To make an easy 100 bucks if you're in for the placebo experiment. Yeah. 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 I like placebos. 
All the Do you know what a placebo placebo is? Placebo? Placebo? No, that's I guess that's placenta. It's You're very thinking different. of placenta and you I mean, were yes? What the heck? And it's like, I'll it was like, I'm in. I was like, a I'll eat a placebo. No, no. You have to eat a placenta. It's not your... Okay. That's, a sorry. placebo oh is... Uh, you'll, you'll understand here. Everybody who takes a challenge, we get 100 bucks, even if placebo or not. But I need at least three or four of you, and you'll all blindly take a pill. One of the pills will be Viagra. The other three will be sugar pills. Stop! What the crap? Oh my god. No one knows what they took. Oh my it's god. No, no, the purpose man. is one, to see if the Viagra really works, or if anyone else thinks maybe they took the Viagra, <laughs> and if the placebo actually makes it work as well. Now, here's the reason I bring it up. Where did you get the pill? We don't have it yet. I don't know. We, uh-huh. I'm sure. Somebody Mike, here Mike, has Mike one. Mike didn't get on the dark web or something, or Scuba and call one of his buddies behind the Waffle House or something. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, okay. Viagra lowers the risk of Alzheimer's by almost 70%. Yeah, I like it. I mean, this is a new study. New research published recently suggests that Pfizer's erectile dysfunction drug, Viagra, can decrease the risk of developing Alzheimer's by, again, almost 70%. The research, which was published by Nature, found that the medication has a direct effect on brain health and significantly reduces the toxic proteins that can cause dementia. Hmm. The study's findings are so promising that the drug may someday be used to counter dementia. Not someday with us. We want to start now. we got to get ahead of it. A new team of experts is preparing to conduct another study that builds on the data, but we are too. So, think about it. You don't have to, you don't have to give me an answer now, but I need at least three to four. And, like, Kelvin could be a part of this too if he wants to. He works great, in the back. Great, Huh. So, this wow. dangerous. Ray, is this something you'd, you'd consider? I mean, I can check with you tomorrow to get answers. Is this something you would consider? Uh, I like the odds if there's four people in, three, there's a lot better chance you're going to get that pill. Four, I could be tempted, but I mean, it's going to be a massive problem trying to work. So with four, you would consider it. Uh, yes. Okay. Eddie, what are your rules here? <laughs> Dude, like Ray said, am I going to be able to work? No, listen, listen. What if I've got to get up and do something? Like, I can't, you know what I mean? I hear you, but that's... Go ahead, Dad. Everybody turn around. That's a, that's part of it. It's a drug. <laughs> Very awkward. I, I'm definitely open to it, but I haven't made my decision it's yet. It's for Alzheimer's. Uh, Lunchbox, go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. I'm just thinking about Alzheimer's and no, I'm... No, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. No, uh, okay. Alzheimer's? Alzheimer's. and Alzheimer's. Are you doing it or not? Would you do it? Oh, man. I don't want Alzheimer's, so yeah. Alzheimer's. What? It's... Spe- Alzheimer's. Everyone says it different. Oh, no, 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 not like that, Amy. I know, but just let Alzheimer's? Yes, yeah. spend yes. Alzheimer's. Much time. I, I think I say it Alzheimer's. Okay. okay. Hey, you want to ask? Uh, Gosh, uh, man, let me ask tell Kelvin, you. Kelvin, aka Kickoff Kevin, if he wants to uh, do it from the production room. They're asking him. I think hundred I bucks. Mean, you may get a no- you may get nothing. Right. right. Just a little sugar rush. I'll do a sugar rush and, for hundred bucks. And bones, it's a hundred j- to just do it. Just right? do it. Yeah, you don't have okay. to. Hey, did you hear the bit? A little bit of it. Okay, this is uh, this is Kelvin, whose actual name is Kevin, but on this show he's Kelvin. On the Twenty Five Whistles, kickoff. Wait, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. What we're doing is I'll give everybody a hundred bucks just to be in the test. Everybody gets blindfolded. You'll draw randomly. Everybody will get a sugar pill except for one person who doesn't know. That person will have a Viagra. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> You're in. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I mean, in the back. Okay. So well, hey, no I'll idea. come to you tomorrow. Think about it. Uh-huh, I gotta think about it. 
is a hilarious segment. How long does it? Does I don't know, Eddie. You can look it all up. You never know, Eddie. It, you, never mean, know. you never know. I have to call a doctor if it's over four yeah. hours. Oh my goodness! On yeah, Grey's okay. Anatomy, they had someone come in and it was tr- ended tragically. Oh. Uh, the effects can last four to eight oh, hours. Oh, depending good. on the individual person and the dose that you take. Four to eight? We don't even have it, guys. So, oh. did you say four to eight or forty-eight? Four to eight. Oh. Hey, <gasps> Scuba Steve, you know shady people. You could probably get us something, huh? Yeah, my uncle used to work at Pfizer, so I'm sure he's got some laying around I can grab from him. Oh, what? just just chilling. Yeah, just chilling. Yeah. Okay. Well, think about it. I'll check with you tomorrow and see okay. if we want to do this. It's mm, called the plus C. We do science on this show. Are too. you in bones? No. Okay. I, I gotta to do pay. some. I'm not gonna pay and then have to do the bits. <laughs> I'm paying for this segment out of my own pocket. <laughs> That's a good point. But Amy Morgan, do you see why? Yeah. Yeah. You can. Okay. Hey, I'm good. We may have to raise my desk. Okay. okay. <laughs> I can't. Oh. It'll raise on its own. Stop. Stop. Okay. okay. Too much. Here's the deal. Ugh. Yeah, that's the problem with bits like this. They go too far. Yeah, and then it's and, and then, then it's and then it gets gross. Blech. It goes from funny to gross. That's yeah. gonna be uncomfortable. The bit's gonna be uncomfortable. <laughs> well, for one of you. <laughs> We'll check in tomorrow. Okay, everybody? Yeah. Uh, Ray, can I grab a couple calls? Do I have time real quick? Yeah, you're good. Okay. Can I go over and talk to Karen in Golden, Colorado, who's on the phone? Hey, Karen, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on? Hello, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Hey, so super excited. The Colorado School of Mines, where my son plays football, made it to the national championship D2 football game this coming day in McKinney, Texas. That's awesome. I re... Yes, it's so exciting. First time school's ever made it. Um, ESPNU is going to be covering the game for the first time, and um, I really want a clever sign so I can get on TV. What? You say your name is Karen? My name is Karen. What's your um, uh, the, What's the mascot of the school? The mascot is a blaster. It's a donkey. A, bla- a donkey. Okay. Oh. Um, and then your son's name is what? School. What the school? My son's name is Colin. All right. um, what the school is known for is they're they're called Go Nerds because they're all engineering students and crazy smart. Okay, the, so if it's about you, I would I, again. I'm just gonna we can spitball this. It'd be like, hi, I'm Karen. I'm not gonna call the manager, but I might call the nerds or something like that because she's play, Karen. Play on Karen. Yeah. Um, and then have your son's number. I think you could play the Karen thing with a funny joke, like, hi, my name really I'm Karen, but I'm not gonna. Reach out to your manager. I'm gonna reach out and cheer on the nerd. I, it's some, there, there's something there that's like that. Otherwise, you're just talking about your your son. So I would see. First of all, congratulations. I hope yeah. you guys win. Who, who, are, you, who are you playing? Cool. Are you playing the dweebs? Nerds versus dweebs? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say that, but they're playing Ferris State from Michigan, um, the defending champions. So oh. it'll be it'll be a great game, Bobby. I would encourage you to if you have a minute to watch the game. They are a super fun team. They have the Harlan Hill, which is the equivalent of the Heisman Trophy for yeah. D two, as the quarterback for the Mines and Brandon Moore. Like I've gotten all these boys to start listening to Twenty Five Whistles. So if you gave them a shout out, I know they would love that. Um, but Brandon Moore is the head coach. He was a former OU player and a former professional player, and he's hilarious in interviews because he talks about how hard it is to coach players that are so much smarter than you. Um, and he's awesome. Mike, we should reach out to Brandon Moore and get him on the show. That's cool. Um, okay, so, I, but, so yeah, I'm familiar with, with D2. I did play-by-play in color, mostly play-by-play for a Division II team for years where I would travel with the team. And that's where I got started doing sports when I was like 22, 23, the Henderson State Readies. And I'd be like, I formation, 
drops. But, but at home games, I had a color commentator as well. So I would do the play-by-play. We had a color commentator, but we couldn't afford a color color commentator on the road because you had to like put them in a hotel. So I had to do play-by-play in color. At the that, same time? Yeah, I'd be like third and two, drops back. Wow, what a hit. Yes, sir. It was <laughs> quite a hit, wasn't it? And I'd do both. That's confusing. Yeah, it was, but I got better at it as, as it went. Uh, yeah, good luck. And I definitely play up to Karen. The Karen on the yeah, Karen on the sign. I'm not going to call the manager, but I'll call you, Kirk, Curve Street, later tonight if you're bu- not busy. Oh, hey. Oh, whoa. <laughs> okay. I don't know, Amy. All right, all right, thank you. Um, all right. Mike, let's try to get him on. That'll be cool. Let me do one more call. Ray, do we have time for one more call? Yeah, you got a minute and a half. Okay, let's go to Jackie in Albany, New York. Jackie, how are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you? Thank you for calling. What's going on? Yes, I was just doing my morning kitchen things, and I heard you on the radio say about your not being able to sleep. Yes. And so this is totally, I was I just stopped, and I was like, I could totally help you with that. And it's funny, because you actually had the answer to what was preventing you from sleeping as you were talking. Okay, can you, Ray, can we put her on hold for one second? I, I want out of time, because I do want to talk to her. Yep. But we'll come back in one second. Please hold Jackie. We'll be right back. Hold on. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Monmouth, New Jersey. A man was sitting in the Walgreens parking lot in his car when someone gets tap, tap on the window. Get out of the car. We want your vehicle. He's like, fine. Gets out of the car. They drive off. Only problem is that guy had a flat tire and was waiting for AAA. Oh, no. (laughs) That's funny. And so the carjackers made it about a half a block before they realized they had a flat tire. That's funny. had to flee on foot before they were arrested. That's what you get. (laughs) That's funny. It's like, give me your car. All right, sure. No, 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 no. (laughs) The reason it was X is broken down. (laughs) Dang, okay. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. I thought we'd end the show today with a little Christmas caroling. That's that's what we've done all day. Except, it's not the singers we brought in. It's actually Lunchbox. Oh, oh great! Interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love it. What did you decide to do? I decided to go to different drive-throughs and get people in the holiday spirit because oh, you know they were so annoyed when some guy comes up <laughs> and starts singing in the speaker. And the first one I went to, it doesn't have a speaker. You order at the window. Oh, you sang it right to their face? So she's sitting there, and she has her little thing ready for me to order, and I just start singing to her. <laughs> Okie dokie, here is Lunchbox, <laughs> driving up and singing Christmas carols. All right, you ready? Yeah. I'm here to get you in the Christmas spirit. <laughs> you better watch out. Oh. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm, I'm telling you why. Oh. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming. <laughs> Come on, take it. See, I can't think about Santa Claus right now. My birthday's tomorrow. He's making a list. He's, he, make, what, he's shaking it twice. What, trying to he, put it, find, find out who's naughty or nice. Santa Claus is coming to town. He sees you when oh you're sleeping. <laughs> he, he knows when you're awake. He, he knows, knows when you've been bad or good. So be good for goodness sake. <laughs> you better watch out. You better not cry. You, you better, better not pout. I'm telling you what. Is that yelling up the lyrics for real? Santa Claus <laughs> is coming to town. I mean, they that's did the whole joy. Song. She did like it. <laughs> she kept trying to insert, like, are you going to order? <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if you're wasting your time. Because, no you know, they have to turn people over quickly. And the computer can show how fast people got through. And that affects, you know, their grade, their rating. She's was like, there a car behind you? She's like, bro, Santa Claus is coming. Two down. Going fast. That is funny, though. She's mm-hmm. saying along. Here is Lunchbox doing White Christmas. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. 
Just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And children listen No, you want me to keep going? Uh, you can keep going first window. Oh, that, no, I, I, did you like it? Was that good? It was cool. Like, uh, like, in, like a 9 out of 10, you're in the holiday spirit now? Or like, eh, improve? Uh-huh. Bye. Huh. Okay. I feel like we just heard him sing, and we could have heard that in here. Yeah. <laughs> so I have one more clip, and it says Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, but it says 81 seconds. Okay. Oh, you got to play it. I mean, it's so good. I mean... Are you not feeling in the Christmas? 81 se- Okay. It's just... Okay, go ahead. How's it going? Hey, what's going on? Man, not a lot. You know what I mean? I, I just think you need to get in the Christmas spirit, so I'm here to get you in the Christmas spirit. Oh, are you going to sing me like a Christmas carol? Oh. Rudolph the Red <laughs> Nose Reindeer, reindeer had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, saw... It's crazy he doesn't stay on the melodies of the biggest songs of our childhood. Yeah, that he's probably been singing his whole life. He's like, Rudolph, the red-nosed reindeer. (laughs) It's like every Counting Crows show I've ever been to, except the last one, where they have big hits, but they sing them weird, and you can't sing along. And if she wanted to sing Rudolph, she'd be like, Rudolph, what? Because he just sings it so weird. Go ahead. You would even say it glows like a light bulb. All of the other reindeer, reindeer used to call him names. They never let poor Rudolph join in any reindeer games. Then one foggy Christmas Eve. Okay, does she ever come in? Do you not? Uh, What's the 81 seconds for? Yeah, I mean, this is really why long. The need, why mm-hmm. the need? I feel like she left. Is she still there? I, I don't she know. She turned the lights off and went home. <laughs> Here's the problem. I didn't know she was still there, but you see, so you got to keep going. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? I mean, she does talk to me at the end. Okay, okay. go ahead. Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeer loved him, loved him, and they lo- shouted out with glee. Yippee! Rudolph the Red. Okay, so you could have just like got to the part here at the end. You know. She still hasn't. Or you could have been like, Rudolph the Red. You'll go down in history. And then she comes back on, you know? Oh, you mean I could have fast forward? Yeah, we didn't have to hear the whole song uh-huh. of you singing. But you just didn't know what... We did. The anticipation of, is she going to join? Is she going to... I've anticipated out. Show's over, you know? I've been anticipating for the last five hours. Um, I do like it. But go ahead. Finish it up, Ray. Thank Christmas. You. Merry Christmas. Uh, does that, did that work? Did that actually get you in the spirit? Um, yeah. Man, that wasn't very convincing. All right, I'll work on it. I'll get better. I thought you'd sing with me, but you didn't even join in ever. I did not. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Maybe next year. Okay. <laughs> All right. Merry Christmas. She's like, do you want a burger? Hey. <laughs> so what can I do for you? We learned a lot here. One, I like that. That's fine. I'm in the Christmas spirit now more. Mm-hmm. I felt like she thought I was and two, special. And two, we can, yeah, two, yes. we can just mm-hmm. get to the meat of that, speaking of burgers. Yeah. You know, I'm here, Rudolph the Red. You'll go down in his story. You no. mean like his editing? Yes. Uh-huh. There's none. But here's the problem. You only want two lines of the song. Yeah, we just the, want to get to the joke. Then what's the point of Carolyn? We can play any art. We can have an artist sing the song if we want to hear the song. Oh. You know? I liked it, though. But we learned it. I messed up like one, two, three, seven times today. And you only did it once. All right. It's a good day for you. I'll go down in history. You'll Yippee! do what? Go down in history. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's it. <laughs> uh, Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Hey, Bobby Bones.
This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.